Welcome to Having Fun Online, Episode <laughs> 5. I am former Minnesota Governor Jesse Ventura reporting to you live from the Gaza Strip. Where <laughs> oh, I no. Have, oh, no, where no, I no. have assembled Jesse, a crack Jesse, no. team of commandos. <laughs> That was a terrible venture. It'll come to me. <laughs> no, no, we'll that was there. that was really good. Uh, Welcome to really Having Fun great... Online. I am Brian, your host. <laughs> it's a great way to touch on sort of what's happening in the world, um, which is all bad. I'm Charlotte. I'm Patrick. <laughs> you gave the people what they want in the worst possible way. Everyone's been yeah. asking for the Frogman <laughs> since we started the episode. Yeah. I just gotta, swam up through the Mediterranean Sea. I jumped off the aircraft carrier, the USS Gerald Ford, and I came because we're frogmen first and foremost, and that's what we do. And I beheaded I 30 children, and it was my, easy. Uh, my friend was in town from Minnesota, and he was saying that apparently they got Jesse to, because they recently legalized weed, kind of. I think they like tricked the conservatives into legalizing it somehow. With like edibles, like no one read the bill and they accidentally legalized edibles. Oh like, yeah, that's something. Right. Cra- it was crazy. It was like a wild. Yeah, something in the bill. They they thought that it was legalizing, like just basic hemp products. Yeah, it was something about the the specific amount of, of THC, THC that, that was happened in Texas present. too. Yes, like it's it, so it was cool. written in there that like essentially it just like fully legalized edibles. <laughs> I don't think you can buy like regular <laughs> weed or vapes, maybe, but like you can just freely buy edibles now because they just didn't read the bill. I guess weed weed feels it. like marijuana laws feel like the Berlin Wall in nineteen eighty nine. Everybody's mm-hmm. like, wait a minute, we can just like go through now, and then like yeah. five minutes later they're just up on the top with pickaxes it's like the cuba embargo yeah too where you're like right why is this still in place i what remember yeah i remember a teacher when i was in grade school telling me telling the class about when hijackings were still fun and this is like 2004 <laughs> and he's like oh yeah i was on a plane that was hijacked the 70s. he was yeah. like you know they took control and they got on and they're like folks we are diverting your flight path and we're going to Cuba. And he's like, yeah, yeah I sat on the beach. Mm. I got cigars. It was it was pretty incredible. And like, this is a generation of children that have only really grown up post 9-11. So and the teacher's like, yeah. I got on a hijacked plane once. It used to be actually not that bad. Yeah, Crazy thing really to say. Do it. it was kind of just like a ceremonial thing or something almost for a while in the 70s, yeah. I think. Where it's like a bar mitzvah. Just- Yeah, I think there was a very established routine that everyone kind of knew what to do, like the Mm -hmm. hijacker, the pilots, the, you know, the authorities. And yeah, I think it was just like, well, this is just what you do. Yeah, it's bizarre. (laughs) Um, So strange. I want to touch on something real quick, because along alongside Jesse Ventura, the frogman himself, I want to also return, harken back to our old show and bring up an article from DuluthNewsTribune.com. Patrick, this okay. one's for you. Uh, Lake Superior shipwreck found in deep hole. In a deep hole? Deep hole. That's right. They found the steel bulk freighter Horantan. Uh, it sank in Lake Superior on October 11th, uh, almost 100 years ago to the day of reporting oh, yeah. in 1923. And uh, yeah, they found it in a big hole. Uh, An underwater hole, I would imagine. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Okay. Right, wait, have you seen pictures of that just big hole in South America, where people like just kind of like, hole? yeah, people kind of like, it's not, it's base jumping, right? 
Okay, I was gonna say yeah. freebasing. <laughs> yeah, freebasing. Yeah, that's right. Too. All, yeah, it was two trips uh, that colli- uh, two ships that collided. I know people have been asking for more from us, and this is a cursory just look over what we've got here. Um, but uh, I did want to give the people a little bit of what they want. This has just been chock full of fan service. That's from right. Yeah, jump. from start Jesse to finish, we're breaks. done now. Yeah, <laughs> hey, it was just sorry. a small eight hundred foot hole. <laughs> Give me one second. I think a cat just went berserk in my living room. Yeah, okay. Sorry. Well, Brian okay. and I can talk about Yeah, we um, can do this. Ships. We can talk about stuff. We um what do you want to do your story or do you want to do you want me to Patrick go? mentioned that he wanted to do oh, this first because right. we could get it out of the way first, but okay. I'll just tell you that mine went a place I didn't expect. Um Ooh, and teaser. it started it started with George Santos. <laughs> Oh, I like it. The okay. God, the God GS, the God, uh, Brazilian LGBT icon. Um, <laughs> you want to talk about holes in South America? Woo! Woo! Hachi Mama! <laughs> I, um, yeah, I, I have been really. This is not news. Uh, it's just on just what I've been doing online for the past two weeks. Bingo documentaries. What? Of which there are huh? bingo documentaries. No, like, I you heard know, you. Uh, uh, there, there are at least three good ones on YouTube, and they're fascinating. And, and there's nothing like particularly, they're all very mundane. It's exactly what you would think mm-hmm. a bingo documentary would be. But it's just old people just slowly frittering all their money away just to... I, well, it's gambling. I mean, they're addicted to gambling. Yeah, basically. yeah. Interesting. Um, is, but, is this like a fully realized, fully produced documentary, or is it more like just a YouTube kind of investigation? It's, no, it's it's back. It's it's something like the the one that I watched was from uh, the best one was from Bingo. The documentary is from like 1999, so pre wow YouTube, and and I believe well they they kind of go all over the world. Um, so that one was good. And then there was another one, uh, from around the same time and they were in Canada, I think like Toronto or something, but wherever you go in the world, every bingo hall is exactly the same. It is, it's old people, it's cigarettes, it's the, the, the dabbers. Um, it's so dreary. And everyone is so finicky about everything. Like an assembly line. It's like a sweatshop of, of, of gambling. And they're, they're very particular about where they sit. Uh, the little precious oh, yeah. moments figurines they put out yep. for good mm-hmm. luck. Okay, so wait, uh, so it's the color they use, yeah. but it's for money. Oh, oh, for sure. Yeah, I can't yeah. think of a more frustrating thing to gamble on. Like even like back to like childhood when we go to like bingo nights, like it sucks. Right, the odds are not good for you. No, and it's, it's too many people, and it's expensive. Like they play like a million cards at once, and they're just oh yeah. So it's probably like five bucks a card. Yeah, I feel like they're dropping a hundred bucks a night, and they'll go crazy when they win. But it's like you are—they're obviously down in the long. Oh yeah, I would honestly just rather spend that money on scratchers. I like because I don't. The anticipation is just—it's a shorter road to release and it's ultimately disappointment pretty much every single time but you might get a free card yeah do they have oh they, they sell those at the tabs? at the bingo too okay, they sell scratcher course, yeah. cards yeah do they have pull tabs in where you guys are from what's a like i've a heard soda? of that yeah, okay it, wait is it or just, sorry, a pop i guess apparently it's a mostly minnesota thing because i just looked it up which i i didn't 
I did not know that, but I've also never heard of it before. It's like kind of a, a scratcher, um, but you just buy like a shitload of, they sell them at bars and you buy a ton of them. Maybe and that's just, what these people were you doing. Yeah. You just sit there and pull these mm-hmm. like. So you don't even scratch it. You just pull the tabs off. Yeah, kind of. This takes the um, fun out of it for me. I guess it's it's a it's a weird weird thing that like just I don't know why I don't know why it doesn't seem like it took off really anywhere else but it is big and yeah maybe like Wisconsin they have them too but yeah that is yeah it's it's definitely and I'll the the ones I watched were the risky world of hardcore bingo uh, mm-hmm. not as hardcore as you might think but should whatever I, should are you, is this a, an official recommendation yes of the show yes uh, and by hardcore bingo it's basically people wasting their social security checks I'm more of a softcore bingo and the, and the other one is stories bing, oh yeah and the other one is bingo exclamation mark the documentary, the documentary and that's kind of here. the worldwide one the the hardcore one is all uh canadians but yeah oh, anyway okay. i'll let you get to your story patrick but yeah we were that uh, for some reason i was just uh bringing up bingo <laughs> while you were chasing <laughs> I mean, that's, your that's very on par with the show i do want to mention one last thing about the Harantan. Uh, the crew was able to escape, but specifically the crew's mascot, a bulldog, was rescued from the sinking ship and carried aboard the other ship that hit it. Oh, good. So I can assume he's thriving uh, wherever he is. Hole avoided. That's all I got. <laughs> That's the Harantan. Huge sh- huge ups, huge shout out. Call it an honorable mention. Uh, this is for the real heads, for the ship heads. Hell yeah. The ship <laughs> <laughs> I, I did not th- ever land on that during the podcast shipheads. I think I called them the fans, but in reference to what the ship hit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ship hit fans. The fans. Ship hit the yeah. f- right, ship hit comma right. the fans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. the most original though. It it does That's yeah. Okay. No, no, yeah. But neither was the show. <laughs> well, right. Hey, surprising, there's not a lot of other ones. There out are there. not, and people are feeling the absence pretty strongly. Still, yeah. <laughs> like, like, yeah, we filled a, a niche. We filled a great big hole in the Lake Superior of podcasting. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I just wanted to check in with everyone because it seems like all three of us miraculously avoided. I mean, and maybe maybe none of us. Maybe we got maybe we got placebos and not true vaccines because none of our nanoparticles were activated during the emergency oh. broadcast test. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. It seems like we're all fine. Everyone's faculties are as there as they ever were. Um, maybe not a hundred percent, but I don't know. It didn't. It seems like we're all still feeling f- uh, fit and healthy. I mean, five G already got to me. It did. A couple years ago. You're already, ago, oh, yeah. okay. You're a sheep. Well, it also turns you trans. The- 5G. <laughs> five, five oh. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was the, uh, the chemtrails. It kind of all does. I actually, oh, everything turns you trans. Yeah, I thought it was much. drag shows at public libraries. So. It's, dra- it's drag shows at Lauren Boebert's boyfriend's bar. <laughs> <laughs> Colorado <laughs> which apparently there's a place in Colorado that in like the 80s or 90s was the like sex change capital of the world like there was like one doctor specifically renowned so just like probably all these like trans the, yeah, people it was probably the only doctor it. doing it yeah well yeah but it's just yeah. a strange place for that 
Well, I think that's how it worked. Cause yeah, Colorado had that. And then I know I've, and I've heard this, I've never like seen a, a source on this, but I've heard that the reason that like the twin cities have a fairly large gay and trans population is because at one point, a lot of the big fortune 500 companies that were there were like the only ones that would hire gay people. That's interesting. Like earlier than for tra- you know, for trans people, I would assume it's the the how many layers you have to wear in the colder months. You can just hide yeah, your exactly. body. You can, yeah, you, can, yeah. you can wear a giant black dusty hoodie all year round. And it's totally well. It, it does break. I think it broke one hundred there recently. Yeah, so I guess. Try, I mean, they're still, still wearing it. the hoodie all year round. But I would just say, yeah, there's some months where it's more appropriate than other places. Yes, yes. Sure. That's sure, a sure. smart move though as a business like strategically like the talent pool you can tap into especially if you're yeah. in tech the amount yeah. of like queer and trans people that work in tech is astronomical probably because it's a field for nerds uh, mm-hmm. I, I don't i don't know we're seeing more and more gay jocks every day i'm keeping a tab on it you don't like that you think that's bad no i think that's cool because i'm a jock oh okay huh hmm Go Phils, go <laughs> fighting. <laughs> Watching sports does not make you a jock. I don't know I if think, I think it does. I think it does. Okay. Watching, anyway. I'm a starship captain then. <laughs> Watching Phillies fans uh, just absolutely own Braves fans on Twitter it's has awesome. been incredible. Uh, putting uh, General William Sherman in a Phillies hat. Uh, of course, <laughs> the famous Civil War general who burned the city down. Just Jesus like Christ. absolutely roasting their asses. Yeah, nobody does, nobody does it quite like Philadelphia. It's great. <laughs> it's, I think there there is a certain brazenness to like a East Coast. I mean, just in general where it's like I mean, we've talked about the the kind of one of the charming things about you know, New York and some of the the big cities on the East coast is that there's a stupid confidence you get there. That's really funny where it's like, you can be the dumbest, you can be so dumb, but you are so (laughs) confident and so sure that like you are right and everyone else is wrong. Uh, Yeah. And I think that transfers to the, to that too, where it's like, you want just like a blockhead, like barreling through. You're not even thinking about what you're saying. You're just sh- throwing your first draft at the door and it's funny and drives the other people insane. Yes. I mean, it's it's solid. Like, have you seen the the pitching technique that involves like, I forget which pitcher it was, to go down and like hang one arm down a little bit and look kind of like a bird? There's a great video of him about to throw a pitch and then every Phillies fan behind the home plate, home plate yes. is doing the same thing and just like <laughs> yeah. aping him. And I think Incredible. if not that guy, someone who pitches exactly the same way pitches for the Phillies now and everyone's like, well, yeah, obviously. Uh, Kimbrell, Craig Kimbrell who might have been the guy they were making fun of in the first place, but everyone's like, yeah, I mean, that's how he pitches. Like, I don't know <laughs> cool. what you want from us. Yeah. There's also, I feel like, a, a tradition or, or sort of a culture in the Northeast, and this is generalizing, of just kind of busting on each other and just, like, yeah. making fun, kind of roasting each other. And it is not that way in the South at all. Like, And I feel like that goes back to just sort of honor bound, you know, I don't swallow insults, but like, like I had, I remember like having friends in college from like Jersey and stuff who would say stuff to me. And it's like, it would lead to a fight where, where, you know, like normally, and it's like, yeah. they don't mean anything. 
anything by it at all. It was just, you know, oh, busting on I've your friends and all I've heard friends and family members and strangers say things to each other in the Northeast that you wouldn't believe. That yeah. would, would cross lines in most places. And, you know, <laughs> Philadelphia has the benefit of... It's, it's not as, like, main stage as New York, so it's got a chip on its shoulder. It's not as racist as Boston. And, you know, it's not <laughs> the swamp. Uh, so oh, like don't we, sell yourself short. <laughs> I think you're just as racist as Boston. No, I don't think that's true. I, 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 I disagree. Um, but go fighting. Go Phils. It's Red October. Um, they're going to go all the way. My dear, dear boys. Just, yeah. just cuties uh, all the way through. Like my, like just one more anecdote on that topic. Like one of my relatives, uh, older relatives from Louisiana, very Southern, um, her sister just said something like mildly rude to her at a funeral. Uh, just, I forget what it was, but his family it said something, but like something mm-hmm. you would never think twice. Uh, she didn't talk to her for the rest of their lives. Dude, yeah, <laughs> my, d- my, we love not speaking to each other. Well, yeah, I mean that yeah, happens feuds. funny on the northeast like, uh, too. Yeah. I mean, my Old my feuds. my grandfather's brother didn't get an official invitation to uh, my uncle's graduation party from from like high school or college. Oh, that's like it. he didn't get the mailed envelope, and he would have been invited mm-hmm. even without that. But he he took this slight so personally that he sent a letter and said, we're removing ourselves from your family. And he took himself, his wife and his daughters, and they never spoke to that family again until he died. And the daughters like reached out to my mom, the cousins and like reconnected. And like the working theory is like he had some other bone to pick and he decided this was the perfect place to make that stand. Not being invited to a grad party. Whose grad party was it? It was my uncle's. And and, oh, okay. and his uncle is the one who was like, how dare you not invite me to Joe's graduation party? I'm taking myself and my daughters and going to the moon. <laughs> just like, God. just like wild shit. Yeah. Like, especially I mean, over not being invited to a high school graduation. <laughs> the most boring thing. And you he, have and to he articulated through. it in a letter to his brother. He was like, <laughs> you have, you have crossed me for the last time. I I am no longer in your and like in the it was just I guess something you could do in those days where you just disappear you just yeah. don't talk to that person that's ever it. again yeah that's it I don't yeah. think we have anything like that I think you just bear you you uh, endure that person for the rest of your life and <laughs> you like say really really mean stuff to them like you tell them that their outfit is interesting like really. <laughs> cold biting stuff like that but that's like i don't know they're still there like at the party yeah i mean uh, the places in the country we're all from each have the exact same tendencies just different ways of expressing manifesting (laughs) yeah exactly it's it's a matter of how you i mean like we we you know we have our grudges we have our feuds we have weenies we have doofuses of all stripes oh yeah the strange thing for us is we don't have we just hate Wisconsin. That's it. Someone's like, got it's to, just yeah. Wisconsin. We don't give a shit about any other part of the country. It's just like, fuck Wisconsin. It's like, 
And the rest of us are like, y'all look and sound exactly alike. Oh, yeah, we can't see Yeah, the no, no, no. A hundred, completely. <laughs> same accent, same, basically the same, exact same culture. Yeah. I mean, they're that's... a little more heavy on cheese, but like, mm-hmm. that's kind of it. It's like your crosstown rival high school. <laughs> yes, like, exactly. And you just yeah. despise them. Exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. like, and that's kind of like Philly and Jersey, except the whole country is happy to dogpile on Jersey as well. And, uh. It's actually, it's a yeah, fine no one place. really dogpiles on Philly. Not no, really. It's a great place. We know I y'all are mean at I mean, people do. Events. People, like, I, that's, yes, that is the thing <laughs> there where it's like, people from Philly are, are fucking, like, animals. The mm-hmm. way they treated Santa that that's one right. year. The batteries yeah, at and Santa. It's, oh. Yeah, okay, so one yeah. guy threw batteries at Santa. <laughs> okay. So what? I don't think I ever He's not even fucking it. real. <laughs> I don't think I ever heard Philly mentioned outside of history class until I met you probably. <laughs> and now you hear it all the time. So much. <laughs> all so the time. much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Jer- and then Jersey everyone's like, "Oh, the trash dump," which I think they I think they got rid of that in like the 90s. I don't even some, Yeah, I I don't the know. Landfill. Most of New Jersey is rural. Like there's no huge city. Yeah. Like you've got Newark and you've got like the, like North Jersey like as you approach New York, there's more uh, industrialization and development. But like a lot of it is just like backwoods, which means like well, in, you'll be on what looks like a highway, but it's a 50 mile per hour road and then some bumpkin cop pulls you over. Gives I you think a part of ticket, it is asshole. Part of it is for <laughs> sure like people on the East Coast and I would say the West Coast, mostly California, uh, definitely sort of due to the fact that they live in very large cities that have a more like cultural cachet or whatever, I think people from those places tend to think the rest of the country thinks about them and knows about them a lot more than the rest of the country actually does. Yes. Yes. So it's like, like, yeah. The concept um, of LA never entered my mind until a month before I moved here. Exactly. I, I did not think about it once. I didn't even realize like, that every movie took place in this city. Even, yeah. And I mean, even, New York, it's like, yeah, you know it from the media, but unless you have like family there or something, it's like, I don't, bah, bah, no one, bah, I don't know, bah, bah. you know, whatever. Or if but you're then a Jer- kid. Jersey, especially, which like for you who is from there, yes, it's of course, you know, it's just a state near you that you probably went to a lot and is a very normal place. Yeah, many, many but friends to everyone from else, Jersey. It's a, it's a great place. <laughs> but to yes. everyone else, the only thing I knew about it was jokes from. Movies that took place in New York, mm-hmm. yes. calling it a landfill. Yeah. That's when, the thing. Like New, I feel like I New knew. Yorkers just exported that to the I mean, rest of the country. Yes, that was one of yeah. the funniest parts of Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Is it twenty forty seven or yeah. nine? Yeah, where right. they just make San Diego an actual dump. <laughs> it's actually it's literally just the landfill in the world of yeah. the movie, which is very powerful. I feel like um, we've yeah, had this sh- conversation on this podcast four times. We now probably already. have. I'm just gonna say that people should direct their chagrin and judgment towards Delaware, a state that fucking sure. sucks. Nothing has just in a Delaware. corporate tax. It's dodge. a corporate tax mm-hmm. haven. Yeah. yeah, and we did talk about this. You're right. Where my grandfather uh, boot- bootlegged all that yes. liquor. That's right. Yes, this sounds familiar. Those but, states but are strange. Dunk on them. New Hampshire, Delaware, and Rhode Island. It's like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what happens? You're the size of a city, first of all. I have no, you have no cultural, any, like even Maine, at least Maine has some, there's you know, Stephen King and there's some, yeah, I can, I, I, I know, I have a rough idea of Maine. 
But like those three, I guess it's, you know, me, myself, and Irene, the Jim Carrey movie is the only thing I can think <laughs> it's of. It's a family guy. <laughs> Rhode Island. Quahog. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, that's that's kind of just like just stone. be Massachusetts. Yeah, if, <laughs> you can, <laughs> if you can drive across the state in two hours, that's not a real state. You need to you need to find a buddy yeah. and pair. Yes. Up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I like that they all got grouped together to have like teams that they share. The New England Patriots. It, it, it's like, yeah, you guys. Oh yeah, yeah. You're not gonna get your own thing. Although I think it would be really funny if Rhode Island had a stadium that took up more than like three percent of the land in the state. Do any none of those have professional teams of any kind, right? I mean, they have like the Sox, and they have uh, the. But those are the, Boston the, the, teams. I know, but like they they just kind of like they in, take you know, it's like it, the it's, like, it's like the Golden State yeah. Warriors. Yeah. They're technically not just like like a Oakland. Or, or like Bay Area team. I mean, they are Bay Area, but like, I don't in know. theory, they're just California's team. Is that so? Golden State, right? They're well, not attached yeah. to a city. They're not like the Sacramento maybe Oakland. Kings. I think maybe after the Raiders, Oakland was just like, we cannot put our name on another team. We just can't do it. <laughs> yeah, and they, they moved out, didn't they? Didn't they they're move in Vegas. to like? Uh, no, I know the Raiders, but the, the the Golden State Warriors moved out of Oakland they too. Might be I, in, like they're not nearby, San Jose, but, are they? Yeah. Oh, they could be Sacramento actually. Maybe no, Sacramento not has the Kings. That's the Kings. Oh, you're right. Which I didn't realize this. When the Kings would <laughs> win a the game, fuck? they would illuminate a giant beam that of purple light that would shoot straight into the sky. Oh yeah, and could be seen for miles away. <laughs> that, like choosing a new pope. Basically, yeah. Um, so that actually has really endeared me to the Sacramento Kings, a team that I was like, why does this? exist why do we have a team in sacramento did you know the golden state warriors are originally from philly i did know that yeah so are the uh so are the oakland a's this the athletics oh really yeah Mm -hmm. the philadelphia athletics yeah yeah like the the lakers are a minnesota minnesota team team, yeah that's what yeah because the los angeles lakers makes no sense it makes no sense it makes i mean the name on its own kind of doesn't make sense anyway it's like the utah jazz Right, yeah, like, you know, right back to New Orleans. That good Utah jazz. <laughs> I love him and he loves me. <laughs> where where the saxophone is outlawed statewide. <laughs> yeah. Somebody wrote, like, I remember reading some discussion online, uh, uh, you know, and people were saying, you know, give it back to New Orleans. And somebody protested and said, you're forgetting, you're, you're forgetting the very vibrant Utah jazz scene right now, <laughs> <laughs> which I would think has to be two, two bands. Yeah. I think, I it's think like the brunch jazz, you know? <laughs> yeah. brunch jazz, it's, it's stock music jazz. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you add a fourth or fifth member, then you get a fine. It has to just be like a handful of, of instruments. Yeah, I think the teams that have names that fit them the most are probably the Celtics, yes. uh, and the Miami Heat. And the Toronto Raptors. Well, that, yes, yeah. Did they? Yes. Just, is that where they discovered dinosaurs? No, something? I don't know. I don't know. It's just, <laughs> Raptors is so fun. I love a team that sounds like the teams you picked when you played soccer as a kid. It's like, I want to be the Scorpions. <laughs> it's very like, 90s. It's very Yeah, yeah, 90s. yeah. I mean, I like, we should, we should go back to that. Like, there are teams picking new names these days, which hasn't happened in a long time because of the virulent racism inherent in their team names before. And they're picking mm-hmm. Commanders. C- come on. Don't be the Commanders. Yeah. Be like the Warthogs. Be the Washington yeah. Warthogs. That would be sick. And then have like a 
like a real hog that you bring on the field. Like a really disgusting pig is your logo. Yeah, like, like a, a really, really gross. gross pig. <laughs> yeah. like and you can tag. release a feral <laughs> hog bebop? into the stands. <laughs> yeah. 30, 30 to 50, yeah. The, whoever's the <laughs> chase the chase bank hog section of the game, <laughs> and then the fan <laughs> cam cuts it. <laughs> that is that would go over like gangbusters for football fans. Dude, oh my! I all mean, these the, shirtless the, the guys. E- trying the to Eagles rest. just yeah. like have like a real eagle that will fly around the stadium. They just started doing and like having mm-hmm. like three dozen of them that are set on an attacking would be extremely cool. Yeah. During play. Oh, of course. Yeah, naturally. <laughs> <laughs> um. I was, I was, my story was going to be, speaking of New Jersey, Senator Robert Menendez, who, uh-huh. uh, oh, yeah. I love just how cartoonishly corrupt he was. When, when they find gold bars and money sewed yeah. into your clothes. What the fuck like are you doing, Like you're a refugee man? fleeing the Nazis. It's so, yeah. it's so cool. It's um, such an old school. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of refreshing, honestly. Same. It is. I, it, it makes me respect him more, and that he's like head of the Foreign Intelligence Committee, and he's basically just a foreign agent for Egypt, which is what yeah. he got charged. He, he's like a reverse a, ambassador. I, I yeah. I, I read that and I thought, and you only got six hundred grand in gold bar. That's it for for not being a, a double yeah, yeah. right. Like you I'm thinking millions. Yeah, I mean, that's a lot of money, but it's not like. High seven figures. Come on. Like, yeah. Well, I think the damage is done. He's not running for re-election. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but my, my, my story story is um, going back to one of our favorite topics, Twitter, or as I like to call it, X. Eggs. Yep. Yeah. Um, if you uh, – this came out a few days ago, but NPR, National Public Radio, which yeah. uh, as whites we're all uh, very familiar with. <laughs> That's right. Terry Gross, uh, Car Talk, Wait, they, Wait, Don't Tell Me, yeah. the whitest shows you can listen to. Ab- absolutely. Uh, just pleasant, boring news and shows. Yeah. Um, bump that all things considered for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, they stepped away. They pulled their Twitter account down because like – I think Musk flagged them as government-run media. Oh, government-funded media, I think. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, NPR was like, "Screw it, we're we're pulling our, you know, we don't we don't need this." Mm-hmm. And uh, the effect, what what kind of impact do you think it had on its, on, you know, its websites on NPR? On NPR, mm-hmm. I feel like, and it graphics. had millions. I mean, you're talking like several million. I mean, they were they were big accounts. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to guess almost almost no, no effect, but yeah. also that might be a lot of traffic that they lost because that's the only reason I would click on NPR articles. The answer is almost zero impact. Hell yeah! On Hell yeah! And as somebody who has often tried to promote comedy shows via Twitter, I can also vouch for it having almost uh, zero. Yeah, impact. I mean, as yeah. someone who's pr- promoted musical shows on Twitter, yeah. it's you cannot translate it to people no. coming to things. No. Really. It, People do not. It is the worst place to. I don't know what it is about Instagram that actually can get people out. But Twitter is it's just for putting jokes out. I can't think of any other reason to use it. I think Instagram feels more. uh, It feels more like a real place. It's visual or like interact or you're you're watching. 
Like the metaverse, yeah. No, but it feels like, I mean, Twitter, I think because it's almost entirely text and yeah. everyone's trying to be, everyone's trying to be cool mm-hmm. or funny. Definitely. You know? Or even, extremely even into are, their thing, which is maybe well, the yeah, best it's, case it's scenario very, it's pretty for focused. most things. But I, it feels much more disposable because you also can't search for anything. It's useless. And you can't, really, you can't yeah. really save things like you can on Instagram. Yeah, you have to like screenshot it or something. Going back Instagram and finding a funny thing like, you saw two weeks ago is impossible if you didn't bookmark if, it. If I see that either of you has tweeted something, I, it like barely registers with me that you're a person I know. It's like, <laughs> oh, there's a thing that someone said. Thank you. Instagram, it's like, oh, okay, that's that's. Brian posting this thirst trap in the mirror. That's Brian looking <laughs> like a yeah, looking baby. like a damn farm animal who's ready it's, to till the field. He's so it, strong. It's it's Twitter is yes, people being complete dicks to each other, uh, yeah. spreading disinformation, or being completely consumed by their fandom. Uh, yeah, just yeah, to, yeah. A, to an unhealthy that's that's all it is but yeah in a, in a memo circulated to employees NPR said that in the six months since they left Twitter they'd only seen the outlets traffic drop by a single percentage point I mean so, this I is it's good but it's infuriating considering just how much like how like shit like Twitter killed other websites really existing on the internet like everything was funneled through yeah. Facebook and Twitter yes. and like yeah. Reddit and then like Every other like place or like people that just operated really just like RSS feeds and stuff yeah. kind of like disappeared and sucked. Like yeah, and, Reddit and, and, Reddit completely killed forums and like yeah, independent boards. Like, and, and now stuff. Discord's yeah. killing Reddit. It's just and then some yeah. maybe forums will come back and kill. Dis- I I don't know. That but, like, sucks because like Reddit Reddit's not good. Reddit no. It's yeah, actually, it it's incredibly useful. Like I, I know that, I know it's kind of like a thing that's going around now where like, if you actually want a real Google result, like you have a question that you want a real answer to, you type your search and then type yeah, Reddit. Reddit. Yeah. And it I do that almost always, it always works the best. Yeah. Like you might have to sift through a little bit, but there's always some specific post that like is generally the best place to find whatever that thing is that you're looking for. I've completely yeah. Discord. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not ever going to join a, a Discord. Scares Discord the group. shit out of me. I think because I'm older than 24. Yeah, yeah. Like it's great. I use it to like interact with people, and we use it for work and stuff. Yeah, I use it all the time. But I don't want to join the like Gundam building Discord. <laughs> I have. I have tried to. Um, well, I've tried to like join larger communities, whether it's like. Uh, trans peer network or like something of just like gay women that are into baseball and like mm-hmm. the sheer amount of like channels and discussion and, and notification bubbles and voice channels and rules that you have to abide by and then tags yeah. and labels you have to affix to your name. It is so overwhelming. It, yeah. it, I say what you will. I, I know it's useful. My younger brother, he's like really big on like his social media of choice, I think is discord. Like, I think he just like, mm-hmm. He's parts of different communities, but like, I don't know, man. Um, but at least it's like not out to replace like news outlets and stuff. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I use discord for work too. And it is the most user unfriendly program. It's crazy. It sucks. And, and yeah, I, a lot I of wanted, settings. I, yeah, I, I like, I kind of, a, a Reddit story. I, um, was looking, I wanted to play this game that's like only available in Japan. And they were like, well, 
we can have, you know, there's these translation tools you can use and, you know, mod mm-hmm. your, your PC. And they were like, just come to our discord and we'll, we'll walk you through it. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I would rather never play the game than, <laughs> than do that. This is Dragon Quest, right? Dragon Quest 10. You got it. Yes. I, right on, right on, right on. You got it. <laughs> Nailed. But yeah, I've, I have I I know this from your Twitter. I I I do hate though to the uh, Charlotte's larger point how the internet has just become like four websites instead mm. of like it did used to feel. I mean, not to be nostalgic or whatever. I mean, that was the but, whole last episode. So yeah, it was. Just, uh, yeah, I just I liked how decentralized it was. Not that it maybe really was, but just felt like there was a lot of different. I mean, I think that the the one single event that has more than anything highlighted how like stupid and fragile it is to have everything run through these few like aggregated, um, highly biased sites is when Elon Musk just bought one of them without even having the money to do it. Right. Like who, who, who somehow like was able to spend like billions of dollars he did not have to spend and other people went in debt. I'm not really super clear on how that worked out for him. But uh, when he did that and then was just changing shit that has turned out to be in a lot of uh, situations illegal. Yes. And yeah. then you're like, oh, OK, so like you can't really like trust. It's like when people are like, well, it's fine if Microsoft acquires Activision because Phil Spencer's got a good plan. And it's like he's not going to be alive forever. You know, like he's going to be succeeded by some maybe some shithead. Oh, the celebration that happened uh, when that, that, when that they, the, the people were know, like, dude. just retweeting these the people, this is so great for consumers. No, it is not. It is. These are it's never not. good for, it, it might be good in the short term, but they will raise prices. Game pass will get yeah. more expensive. I mean, this is people it's very who like buzzwordy. It's always like, yeah, consumers Well, buzzwordy, but also like, I don't know if they know, but it's always like consumers. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's just. I think so it's just weird being a to fan of a company. I think it's when's just like rocking with a company, getting a dub. When's yeah. the last time you celebrated a corporate merger? I think it goes uh, back probably to when Discovery and Warner Brothers Yeah, for me it was AT&T and yes. Warner Brothers. Yeah, that <laughs> really I, worked. Yeah. I think was yeah. a cool thing to remember. Because some of our coworkers got direct TV for a bit. Yeah. yeah, and I feel like as we all know, uh those mergers lead to layoffs. Huge layoffs. Yeah, like, yeah. I always. Mean, Jesus Christ. Yep. There's already been layoffs in the in the um games stuff. Like Ubisoft, yeah. Naughty Dog, like things are just put on Blizzard. ice. Yeah, Blizzard. Blizzard yeah. I mean, it's going to happen even more with Activision Blizzard uh, and King. Don't forget Candy Crush. I feel like they get left yeah, out I of conversation a lot. King is in there. <laughs> Probably the biggest of the three. Oh, I'm honestly, sure. by revenue, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I, I think it all, I think it goes back to like the whole console wars, er, console wars era of like PS3, right. Xbox 360. Mm-hmm. Like those were. Um, and I didn't participate in those, but like people really were like, uh, they just loved to fight. They loved it more than it playing video games. I yeah. mean, it seemed I like. I remember it was like a big deal when I got, because I had an Xbox. All my friends had Xboxes. But when I got like a PS3 instead of a 360. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember why. There must have been something I wanted to play, or maybe I wanted the Blu ray player. I don't remember. Yeah. I remember but uh, it was like a big decision. <laughs> I. <laughs> I think part of that harkens back kind of the fun of like still hammering out what those machines were capable of. Like a a generational update could bring insane new capabilities 
and new features, like things like the Blu-ray player, or it could have some really like stupid fucking thing like the Wii U or whatever. But like the console wars like seemed fun for a bit where now we seem on track where Sony and Microsoft in 40 years will be like having proxy wars taking place in like Africa. And yeah, <laughs> that will be the well, console also, wars. They're just giant companies. That's it. It also used to be that each system had their own very distinct games. Like there's, mm-hmm. it's not like there was, it's not like there's a lot of crossover between N64 and PlayStation one games. Maybe there were some, a few, but like, not really. No, and then if you go back even further, like Sega and Nintendo, the same game would come out, but it would be a completely different game by a different developer on each system. Like the Disney licensed games are totally different on each. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, they, they were, were still doing that up until like 2013. Damn. Yeah. They, they were also those, the three, the Wii, the Wii was the Nintendo system for the casuals, but also the Nintendo games. X, the 360 was Xbox Live, like Gears yeah, yeah. of War, Halo, like the the real gamers. And then I think the PS3 was like, you know, Sony exclusives, Uncharted. Yeah, Uncharted. So they, they did kind of all have distinct identities, it felt like, yeah. more than they do now. I mean, the uh, only one, Nintendo still has a very distinct identity, much I think. More, and yes, like, yes, for sure. PlayStation sort of does. I mean, I think PlayStation does, but you have to be into a really specific type of game. To like the PlayStation, I thing. like when they have like it's like we've got J- Joel and Ellie and and the freaking like uh, Aloy and Nathan Drake, and they're like and the guy from Days Gone, <laughs> who, like, <laughs> yeah, would appear yeah, yeah. in like promotional materials, and it's, it's like, like huh, <laughs> cool, whoa. <laughs> but yeah, yeah um, I mean, most everything is available on everything now. It doesn't. I like that we've it's just done. Not the, yeah, it's not the same thing. Ship hits the fan and inside gaming on this episode. We're giving people. We're just giving people what they want. <laughs> this is the episode where we we do just fan service. <laughs> I remember the first game I played on the PS3? Believe it or not, was Little Big Planet, and I was a huge <laughs> fan of making my own levels, which, as you might imagine, were mainly aquatic. <laughs> As of, do you get it? <laughs> Why were they know, aquatic, the Jesse? Because <laughs> I was a Navy Shield. Uh, she, oh, a frog man, a fighter. Frog man. Of course, it wasn't called it back then, but <laughs> it is recognized it's the same branch. <laughs> and they didn't have you wear helmets in the game. I wonder what he's up to. Um, hopefully coming on the show sometime. Oh, uh, that would be a huge what get. a get. Um, we, have to, we have to grow a little bit more. I am happy to say that our ad revenue has netted us $16.33. Yes. Which is uh, not don't bad. Put our, don't put our business out there. They don't need yeah. to Are know. you kidding? I'm trying to, to flex on the haters Whoa. that we're winning. <laughs> uh, 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 the fact that we made more than a fraction of a cent from Spotify. Hey, that is pretty good. We're doing just fine. We could we could live on that. Wait till, wait just, till that Patreon gets going, baby. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I got dis- sorry, I got distracted because I, I watched the speech of him speaking at the marijuana legalization. <laughs> and it opens with him like he doesn't. I mean, he's old. You know, he's not supposed to look good, but he looks pretty bad. <laughs> and he's got like long, thin hair, bald on top. Mm-hmm. He's wearing like a polo shirt and he just leans in and goes, this is a huge day. 
And that's all I watched. <laughs> yeah, it's it's he has that aggressively bad hair that it's just like, yeah, yeah I know yeah. I should I know Which I should very... shave it, but I won't. I refuse. I mean, he's a wrestler. Yeah, you get to a certain through. point, right? <laughs> yeah, like I met someone's stepdad a couple months ago who was like a really nice guy, and he had the like tight pulled back into like a little gray ponytail that looked a little greasy, and I the was like. Best. Hell yeah, man. Right on. Yeah. Like, hell yeah, man. I, I have nothing more to say than that. Like, I don't know. I feel like at a certain point, right, the fellas seem to just, I mean, both, all people, like the the old lady haircut when it's, when you just kind of say fuck it and it just becomes like this frazzled, like, mm-hmm. like short oh. do, like, I, I don't, I, I got to find some kind of product because I want to maintain I love when, this uh, texture. I love when old ladies get like a military haircut. Oh, the there's buzz, like a, yeah, yeah. There's some age where, the, yeah, it's about efficiency. Yeah, yeah. Because we don't we don't lose it, so we just have to like choose to make it as low maintenance as possible. Mm-hmm. And and yeah, what, whereas older dudes almost always buzz it off, uh, or yeah, they or there's that one percent that that grows the ponytail. That mm-hmm. just rocks that's me. It. I'm getting the bald ponytail. I, I, I uh, want the bald ponytail. I think that you are predisposed to that patrick like genetically socially i watched an episode of star trek earlier where they're all growing old and it's so funny the makeup they put shatner in because he's like i'm not 72 i'm 34 and and, but like you're like 34 (laughs) yeah i did think that i was like whoa that's he doesn't look okay but like at one point he's supposed to be in like his 50s and he's got his hair is like very like receding which is definitely like kind of like his natural hairline but when they push it back it's like advanced but then when he's way older with like white hair his hairline has come back to even further because it's a wig and so like (laughs) in aging he loses his hair but then as it turns white he turns into Steve Martin where it just becomes a full luscious (laughs) head of white hair and like the only way they exempt uh, the only example of him aging is he keeps repeating questions he just keeps saying this yep. that is their full understanding of dementia he's like just a I told you answer. ensign make that uh, put us into orbit and it's like captain yuri said that and it went also didn't wasn't he like famous for wearing a wig i i think shatner yeah i think it was a girdle okay i thought he definitely wore a girdle yeah sean connery also was a wig guy um, oh, I mean, yeah, Sean Con- I mean, he probably had. I'm sure he was a wig guy. You want to talk about long hair with not much on top? I watched Zardoz a few weeks ago for the first time. Mm-hmm. And who boy, man, is he he's like supposed to be like the picture of virility. But like he looks like a warning sign of like what happens with inbreeding. Was that like 70s? Yeah, have you seen the pictures of him in like the red thong with the revolver? Yes, yes, yes. that's what with I'm the thinking. The ponytail, yes, that's mm-hmm. Zardoz. Highly recommend. Oh, um, looking at it. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 a good watch. Um, it sucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He had passed up something huge. Um, and so he was like, okay, well, then I'm going to take the next movie I don't understand. And uh, <laughs> right. that was this. Yep. Yeah, I don't know thank what God it was he, he passed didn't. up. But like, thank so, God he didn't take Lord of the Rings. Oh, my God. <laughs> 70s sci-fi <laughs> is incredible. Like the oh, yeah. like just it, it is so hit and miss, almost all miss. I know, in, yeah. in an amazing way. They didn't really hammer down either like what 
was like the cool vision of the future. Like they seem to like want to like overcorrect away from like like the fifties retro futurism of like yeah. the Jetsons and and and, and Star Trek and too. And so that's how you end up with Shat- not Shatter with with Sean Connery in a knit vest and board shorts. And yep. <laughs> it's, it's just like wow, it's it's incredible. Um, it's so yeah. straight, yeah, because you go from the fifties where there's a lot of like the. I mean, a lot of it is just Cold War era kind of. Yes. Whatever. And then, yeah, just kind of like big campy stuff. And then the 60s, at least with like, I don't I not think of any 60s movies, but like 60s sci-fi, like writing and stuff was very, you know, like reflective of civil rights and sexual sexuality mm-hmm. and all this stuff and it was like kind of cool and weird star trek social commentary yeah it had, it had yeah. a lot to yeah. say um with with an abstract setting and then 70s it's like what uh, what i don't know a light <laughs> show and like a lot of them are the best movies the best <laughs> yeah. ever you know but brenner's like, gonna be a robot now yeah yeah i exactly. think it's it's one of the few instances because people will watch like broad city and be like the writers must have been so high when they thought of this um but i think you watch some of those movies from the 70s and you go like yeah i mean that's just lsd uh <laughs> that's 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 basically what made this movie and totally. it's cool like it's it, whereas like you know the 80s the drug of choice in hollywood probably you know changes a little bit that's why it's so I, shocking I so. to watch an 80s movie that's like really tight and <laughs> like unbelievably well put together and every aspect is like finely tuned. It's like, damn, how did he do this on cocaine? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah kind of amazing. An entire like era of filmmaking mm-hmm. <laughs> was fully fueled by that. Yeah, pre-Star Wars sci-fi is because I feel like once Star Wars became a hit, that was like, okay, this is the template. Yeah. Like, we're, yeah. this is spaceships and all that. It's watch, going back and watching like Star Trek, especially that first unaired episode, has kind of like opened my eyes a little bit to just how groundbreaking Star Wars was. Cause I'm like, oh, wow. Like, it was slim pickings. Like, I mean, it was actual in like terms of ideas. how cool it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was and, like, I have a really cool, weird idea. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, it's like, a quarter of it is amazing and the rest is kind of like you were working out some you were working out like your divorce in this episode uh-huh. i think yeah yeah a lot of that and then there's ones where you get like a few minutes into it and you're like okay they've already lost the thread um there's really nothing here that makes any sense like culturally one guy one guy burst into the writer's room with like a sh- like a cool idea for like a scene like a piece of guys these little fur balls that multiply (laughs) yeah and it's like i'll get into that episode who cares how we work it out just make sure it happens right yeah we need to get to this one line because like wouldn't it be funny if scotty said this yeah yeah and we need it by wednesday or we're all fired (laughs) (laughs) um if you guys don't mind i want to i want to hit on my story real quick just so i can get to the real meat of it um so i started out looking into what george santos has been up to Oh, okay. Um, famously, the first openly gay, uh, allegedly uh, elected congressman of the Republican Party. Famously, um, not him in those pictures of him. The drag <laughs> pictures, yes, where people go, is this you? And he goes, mm, that's not me. And it's just a picture of him with makeup on. It's not a mask. Yeah. Um, but he, you know, he's been under attack for, uh, he had a wife that he never disclosed that he just kind of like. Oh. 
soft, like just kind of dropped. Um, I don't, there's not much known about her, but then he had a tweet a long time ago about a fiance. And then in his um, tweet eulogizing Diane Feinstein, uh, rip to a legend, by the way. Uh, yep. I don't know how anything's going to not get passed now uh, without her. <laughs> um, how are we going to get rent and, uh, and uh, property prices in San Francisco <laughs> higher without her? <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but, but what people are really commenting on is what they're calling George Santos's hard launch of his husband. Oh, okay. (laughs) Because I don't think he had actually, he had mentioned a fiance in a tweet prior, no gendered language at all. But Mm -hmm. then he used the opportunity of, of, uh, Diane passing away to say, my husband, Matt and I are heartbroken by the news of the passing of Senator Feinstein. And and, and then he goes on to just say that she was like a trailblazer. And then like people are like, (laughs) <laughs> you know, calling it hard launching his his husband. And he even said he's like, um, for those wondering and going nuts, this is Matt, my husband, since November 21. I'm not sure where all the hard launch comments came from. Or maybe it's just that people are starting to understand they got played by the media with all the nonsense they wrote about <laughs> me. <laughs> what? Um, yeah. Played yeah. by the media. <laughs> so the media Also, is, most of that nonsense was verifiably true with like photo evidence. Yeah, like the, the, the like was, dog he raised money for or something. I, like I don't You're under remember. multiple investigations for it's, fraud. It's so it's so cool. Apparently he was still married to the wife while he was engaged to the husband and like there's also been a lot of speculation as to whether he's actually gay or is just using it to um, get some kind of political clout. Um, he claims Why he's had he be, zero discrimination. Then, What's that? He's, be, he's being like Harry Styles or something, just kind of <laughs> yeah. faking the funk. Yeah. Well, I mean, like Harry Styles could do more if he really wants to commit to queer baiting um, <laughs> um, or, oh, tran- yeah. or trans baiting. I mean, Harry, come on, we're waiting. Come on, I, girl. I, I do respect. <laughs> I do respect him just trying to totally upstage Diane Feinstein's death. It's awesome. His, it it yeah. reminds me of when Kevin Spacey tried to uh, sidestep <laughs> all of the criticism by coming out as gay. Like something that something that everyone knew everyone like, everyone yeah. knew. Yeah, it, it was. It's like Liberace coming out. Like when he was like. Cause he's, he was, there were allegations, uh, that have been borne out to be true of him, uh, sexually assaulting minors. And then he came, mm-hmm. comes out with a letter and he's like, well, I'm actually gay. Um, this is really hard for me. And it's like, brother, you did not, uh, this also, is not going to work. Maybe this would have worked for you 10 years ago when that would yeah, have been like, say, more like, like we've shocking. Moved way too far as a right, culture. Like anymore. we're way too okay with that. You can be a gay actor now and like. I mean, there's plenty of like gay actors who play straight roles. Nobody now. Yeah. gives like, a shit. It's, yeah, I'm sure there's still work to be done. Far. Yes. But it, I mean, we've. Like, well, I mean, is... there was that gruesome attack on Jesse Smollett. That's <laughs> 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 the Every day, a new nugget. Kind of like yeah. a, a bird of a feather with George Santos, with just like the yeah. coolest lies because they're so easily debunked. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> By bringing in co conspirators who have no smokescreen there is like nothing to stop them it is going to fall apart instantly the second one intern reporter gets a hold of it it's i mean pulling on yes exactly i do still think that um kevin spacey could have stayed like he could have avoided cancellation if he just got really strong 
Like if he posted oh. a picture of him jacked, like most people would be like, oh, cool. And they wouldn't have thought about it any more than that. Instead of the creepy videos from his kitchen. The Thanksgiving videos, he, his French yeah. Underwood. Yeah. yeah. Really yeah. shows you how oh. important writing is to a character. <laughs> I love that he had to go to, because he's one of the few people when who like actually kind of got like, like his career canceled. actually, yeah. Yes. Yeah, like, because most people, they just like, they lay low for a little while and then come back and it's like. I mean, Mel Gibson's back. I mean, yeah, kind of. He also, all that happened. It was so much, it was long ago though. It way, like it's, yeah. That is it's, true. It's not like he's, it's not like he came back in the same way that he left. That right? is true. Like he was the, the director and previously had been like the actor and probably kind of still was when he, when his shit happened. Very true. Very but true. Like, and he also, did, you know, he said, he said a lot of well, shit. But he uh, didn't actually assault people. <laughs> yeah, but he didn't come back to like massive success. You know, he's doing like weird shit <laughs> that is pretty low budget. That's true. Whereas, you know, other people, yeah, you just lay low a while and then come back. I think Louis C.K. is doing just fine. It seems like he's oh, yeah. released a new special. It's like uh, at Madison Square constantly. Garden doing it's like really sold funny. out shows. Yeah. It's probably <laughs> but, uh, really super funny. Kevin Spacey was like the one that was kind of, but his like big. Uh, I don't know. I don't know that he was considering it his comeback or something, but like it was like, oh, Kevin Spacey's in a movie again. And it was directed by Franco Nero, the guy, like he's a spaghetti Western actor from the 60s. Good, good. When was this? <laughs> he had to go to Italy. That was that was where they were like, it's okay, Kevin. We don't care what you've done. <laughs> Sometimes it's okay to respect a beautiful man or, or a beautiful boy of 16. Yeah. You can definitely, yeah, do Italy or like Eastern Europe where they're just yeah. happy you're there. Like yeah, Romania. It's, it's like an NBA yeah. player going to play for China. Totally. Yeah. Um, which if John Morant keeps bringing guns onto planes, he may have to do. Oh, my God. Um, but I, I do. I don't want to lose this because um, the idea of uh, George Santos possibly fabricating being gay uh, allegedly, who knows? Who's to say? Mm-hmm. He, he could love his husband. Um, he, I was thinking about gay maxing because Patrick introduced me to the concept of trans max masking, not ma- maxing. 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 Max. Yeah, did you look into it anymore? I did actually. Okay. Um, and I, I ended up on the trans maxing subreddit. Oh Jesus! No, it's actually it's not as awful as I thought it would be. It's actually like strangely. It's like progressive in an analytical way where they are they think that they've happened onto this solution. So basically it's incels that have real uh, come to the realization. Yeah, explain that it for Brian. <laughs> it's, it's it's incels that have come to the realization that the only way to get women to like them is to transition. Medically transition. To medically okay. transition okay. as a trans woman. And now I found this um subreddit post on the transmaxing subreddit. <laughs> and it's <laughs> the post title is why trans maxing is a much better option than gay maxing. <laughs> um, and so it's some people have suggested that incels just go gay instead of transitioning. That is not a good idea. People who are primarily attracted to females are typically attracted to breasts. Okay. Go <laughs> order, on. Go order, on. And this I'm is, listening. This is, a, this is a part of it that is the most like, hey, buddy, I think you found like the worst possible route to realizing you are a woman. Um, right. I mean, that's what it all feels here's like. The, here's the part. In order to get the joy of tits, you need to become a girl yourself or you have to find someone who has tits. With transmaxing, you can get both. HRT will make sex better in making you more sensitive and improving orgasms. They're just listing 
upsides of 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 getting on hormone replacement therapy like yeah. which is awesome uh another plus is uh you cannot make someone born male pregnant so going gay isn't very helpful for that i didn't realize part of the incel thing was what? like propagating <laughs> Like, I, yeah, I'm not if sure. If you transition, that, that you at least have the field. option to bank sperm to potentially impregnate a non-trans female. Okay, um, well, and if so, that's the case, you could also. Well, there's no hope. They can't it, it do it okay. at, without transitioning. That's it the also, whole thing. They're there's involved. ways to have children. Or hear me Whatever out. your situation. Hear is. me out. You could uh-huh. just go up and talk to somebody. No, you, can you, you can't do that. You can't do that <laughs> can't actually, just, because if you're if you want to if you want to experience the joy of tits, mm-hmm. you, you just need to grow some of those puppies. Um, <laughs> Yo, it does. It really sucks. I know, like a lot of bad people have have used this type of thing to like, uh, I, to just ruin a generation of uh, children or whatever. But like. The amount of shit on social media that's like just people finding a hot girl and getting them to say stuff that they know will infuriate like incels and and kids is crazy. What do you it's mean? It's like what do you yeah, what well, do you mean? It's like finding some just like hot girl on the street and being like how much money does a man need to make? And oh. then they say like Three hundred thousand dollars. Oh yeah, it, or how it feel, tall it he feels, needs to it be. Feels like yeah, the height one. Huge, yes. the height is yeah. huge. It yeah. feels yeah. like, and it's I, like I had a very buddy. conversation with someone about the height thing, which I can tell you talk to you guys about off air. I know I've told Patrick. About yeah, yeah. It. I don't want to say who it is, <laughs> but it's just like, buddy, if you're just confident and like maybe a little funny or cool, or yeah. you don't even you can be a weirdo. So many weirdos. Have girlfriends. Right. All Everyone <laughs> to me under 30, it's like the internet has poisoned them. They're all weirdos. I like, mean, yeah. yeah. Everyone and- I work with, yeah, it's like uh, it, today was onesie day at my office. Like Jesus we had Christ. meetings and everyone's yeah, in, yeah. And I'm like, the internet has poisoned Did y'all. Did you wear a onesie at home? <laughs> Fuck no. I don't own a onesie. I haven't owned a onesie since I was five years old. What yeah. about a onelet? You got like a wrestling <laughs> unitard. Like a singlet? Yeah. <laughs> a singlet. Oh, I love yeah, that. Like Andre the Giant used to wear. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like Andre the Giant. You should have Andre Day. I, um, Andre now that for would a be day. fun. I, I, I do want to, um, I don't want to miss really the nugget at the core of this, because there's some phrases I want to bring up, especially to Patrick. Um, But the discussion in the comments is over whether gay maxing is better. Uh, With gay maxing, you can always revert back to hetero or keep both options open. They have a word for that. It's Mm -hmm. called being bisexual. Uh, And why not also add a mild, and why not adding also a mild transition? If you transition without hormones, parentheses, transvestitism, you retain (laughs) some more options without screwing your body badly. Underrated comment. Gay maxing is better because you will fit much better in society. So these guys are like getting into it. I mean, the core of their belief on its face is that trans women are not women, but men who want to get pussy, which like, sure, whatever, man, you know. (laughs) I mean, Um, I think that is such an unbelievably like life changing extreme decision. I, I cannot believe that these aren't like they are trans women. Right. They are. Just like, yes, they grew up inside this like creepy incel thing their brains oh, are warped in such saying. a way yeah. but they're still finding their it's like i've talked about they're this still a finding lot. a way to be yeah carcinization sea creatures all convergent evolution to become crabs regardless yes. of species 
And so it doesn't matter at what depth that they've existed on the internet. They will find their way into the mold of, of the trans woman that is screaming inside their brains. Yeah. And here's one of those people now who responds to the two Redditors who are uh, uh, proposing the, the benefits of gay maxing rather than trans maxing. <laughs> and they say, LOL, someone's never heard of gay dead and expired twinks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I haven't. <laughs> Gay men are notoriously ageist. Meanwhile, women can get dates whenever. My grandma was still being courted into her 70s. Of Look, course, it's all a revelation. No so, matter how think... you mutilate yourself, you'll always be a sexually degenerate male. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. They really and then there's think stuff about there's like trannies like and stuff. a rigid code to the universe that's yeah. like. Yeah. It's yeah. wild. It's so, it's so funny. Just like, uh, I'm sorry, has this person never heard of an expired twink? It's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> What does that mean? <laughs> when I saw that, I almost like lost my shit. Like, I yeah, almost dropped yeah, yeah. whatever I was holding. Uh, are they and, just and talking also, about an, an aging gay man? I guess. Like, yeah. They, well, they're just talking probably. about like yeah, like people losing interest because a gay man has gotten older, and like saying that like, and I I guess I I don't know where they stand, but like that like women can always have it great and like into their seventies yeah, be courted, yeah. and like. It's just so funny. Also, like, yeah, what you guys were saying with, like, just go up and talk to them. Like, my perspective as a gay woman is straight guys, they got it. The bar is so low. The bar is so low. Like, you can get out there. And if you're, like, like competent enough and slightly understanding of social, social issues and not a complete fucking idiot... You can punch above your weight class. You can go like upwards of two to three marks up the scale from where you stand on the 10. Totally. totally. Yeah. When, when I like my I've first job. I've seen fours with eights every day of my life. My first job out of college, I feel like for years, all I did was play GTA 3 in my room. Right. And mm-hmm. MMOs and still dated. I like despite yeah. aggressively being in my room. Like yeah. if you like, I I th- it's I like their underlying assumption is that they need to trick someone into going out with them. They need to, like birds with like camouflage. Like right, they need totally. to like expand their wings so they actually look like a much larger bird. When it, yeah, when it's just like if the if if somebody likes you, they will let you know. And if you just act like a normal fucking human being and just, yeah, not be a complete weirdo, you'll be fine. Just hold a conversation and you're 90% of the way there. I think yeah. they should get in. I think they should go deeper into this tact and look into other kinds of maxing. I think they should start job maxing where they like <laughs> mm-hmm. pretend like they're a stock analyst and without actually having the job. I think they should, um, I don't even know, vegan max. Yeah. Where they just don't, they don't eat what about dog maxing. Dog. Girls like dogs. Dog, they can yeah. become dogs. Yeah, it's like the alt, it's like the opposite of like that weird, like internet clicky kind of like woman acts like dog on TikTok for boyfriend. Like mm-hmm. the incels should be the dogs. Yeah. That would really like work. Puppy That's a really player, good point. Right? Yeah, like <laughs> That's got to be a thing. Exactly. Yeah. Like, and, and actually, like they would probably do better if they started courting female dogs because then they could yeah. call them bitches yeah, yeah. and they would, yeah. they would love that. <laughs> I would think that's awesome. Um, I think yeah, on that note, I think that <laughs> I think that's a great place to end. Um, uh, oh, also, no, no real to Clint updates, um, but oh, we okay. do have a voicemail from the Speakpipe, which I'll, I'll play for you guys. And awesome! Comes, oh yeah, uh, it comes from Down Under, um, okay. which is uh, pretty cool. Pretty cool. So let me share this. 
for you guys. I am going to share audio, which I definitely know how to do mm -hmm. somewhere in here. <laughs> God damn it. I literally can. can uh, hmm. Okay, hang on. This is giving me anxiety just watching. Yeah. No, 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 screen. no. It's it's cool. It's cool. It's I'm cool. looking at all. I'm looking at all your tabs. Making yes. sure the tabs no are for the show. Pornography up there. <laughs> okay, well the pornography is not for the show, but that's you know for later. All right, this one comes to us from Brett. Hi, I'm just calling from uh, Brisbane, Australia, and I'm just calling to tell you that I'm really mad because there, there was definitely text and missed. It was like books, and they gave you hints on what to do, and then you followed them. And then you got stuck in a fucking minecart underneath the, the city and you just got really mad and gave up and like just threw the CD in the trash. Anyway, it's, 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 I'm mad about it. I'm not having fun online. Wow. Yeah. What so, the fuck is he talking about? I, could, I do <laughs> no, not understand. No idea. I think this it's is in response to a uh, past episode. Maybe we were I think we were talking about video game guides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I just, yeah. I felt like I needed to share it because you can't just share the positives. We have to acknowledge that some people are just unhappy and not having fun online. Yeah. Um, yeah. As, as, as much as that stings, um, uh, I'll also real quick, just read off some answers we've gotten to <laughs> past stuff. I asked on the last episode, what's for lunch? Um, and, uh, someone said mini pizza with salami and red onions. I just meal prepped 12 mini pizzas. Oh, Wow. <laughs> You can also <laughs> buy those really easy. Yeah, yeah. They're for yeah, sale. And, and then I published of, this one uh, for what for lunch. They said, uh, Ella said, smoking a joint and crying while staring at the sun. Usual hot <laughs> girl lunch. So mm -hmm. uh, we salute all of you. Thank you so much. Uh, I don't really have anything else. Uh, please, uh, if you haven't followed uh, or subscribed and review the show that helps a lot yes uh, and if you want to share it play it for people in the car on road trips if you're an uber or lyft driver put it on as loud as you can make it yep. um they can't the cancel the broken. ride yeah say the stereo is broken say that say your car play is is bugged say it's a bug that's all i got though that's all um, I got too yeah south austin comedy show october 30th at the far out lounge 7.30, it's our Halloween show. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll make Sounds them all dress scary. up. Yeah. yeah That's all I got. Oh, I guess I do have a... There's a new episode of my game show, Please Be Nice to Me, on the All Good, No Worries channel. Uh, it's fun. And then also, I think this will air before... No, we might have another episode. What's today's date? Yeah, okay. I don't have any shows no idea. to right now. Okay, that's all. <laughs> all right, bye, everybody. Bye. Later. Bye.